Hey, Meet Cute listeners, we are Likewise, a recommendation app for TV shows, movies, books, and podcasts used by millions of romance fans just like you. Everyone has a romance trope they can't get enough of. Whether you're into dark romantic fantasies, enemies to lovers, or slow burns, you can discover more of it on Likewise. You can search for specific genres, tropes, or themes and instantly get recommendations picked specifically for you. Download the Likewise app today. It was a hot summer night in New York City. Crime was down and the rats were sluggish and sweating in their sewers. The heat wave had me sitting in a puddle at my desk, listening to reports of a wildcat that had escaped from the zoo when an old friend decided to call. This is Powell. Teddy, it's Sydney. Sydney Shore. Sydney, how are you? <laughs> I got a teeny tiny... Eh, well... Actually, it's a rather categorically, possibly disastrous problem over here at the radio. And I think an inspector like you could help. What's this trouble? Poison pen letters. Threats. They're addressed to the star of my radio place, Miss... Miss Lila Atwood. The next evening, I found myself in the elevator of the Shore Building, on my way upstairs to Pack Atlantic Studios and the office of Chairman Sidney Shore. Teddy, you made it. I'll be another minute or so. I'm waiting for a call from my sister office in Los Angeles. No sweat, Sid. I'll just look around. And don't don't, don't stray too far. Well, what do we have here? Studio C, 8 p.m. recording, The Ghost of Peveril Point, cast Lila Atwood, and Montgomery Green Street. Well, well, well. There, in the abandoned farmhouse... The ghost of Peveril Point. Enough of this wild ghost story. I beg of you to turn back with me. Lord Vale, how can we turn back now? The legend says if we do not, then the curse... uh, Cut. Excuse me, are you lost? You're Miss Lila Atwood, I presume. That's right, I'm Lila Atwood. And I'm Montgomery Greenstreet, your co-star. Now you've got half a New York minute to tell me who you are and give me a good reason for why you're here. The name's Theodore Powell. Inspector Theodore Powell. Your boss, Sidney Shore, called in a favor. I'm here to investigate a series of poison pen letters, Miss Atwood. Poison pen letters? Letters I'm sure you're quite familiar with, seeing as they're addressed to you. Seems Sidney wasted your time. I told him I didn't need or want any help with the letters. Have a good night, Inspector. Teddy! This is where you ran off to. Always on the case. He's got a nose for trouble, this one. Sidney, we were just getting to know each other. And I was just informing Inspector Powell that you were mistaken and his services won't be necessary. I've dealt with stalkers before. You send them a perfumed envelope sealed with a kiss and let them wither away in ignominious ecstasy. You're in more danger than you believe, Miss Atwood. I fear the author of these letters might have an obsession with you that could escalate beyond stalking. Escalate? To what? Quite frankly, murder, my dear. Murder? Murder? I still believed I had everything under control. That's when I learned an invaluable lesson. As soon as you think everything's under control, a lion escapes from the zoo. That's right, murder. Now, if you don't mind, princess... I'd like to start my investigation. You might be operating right under our noses, and I would like to... (laughs) What? 
Murder. <laughs> oh, you had us all on for a second there. A murderer here at Pack Atlantic Radio. Did you pick up a script and mistake it for a newspaper? <laughs> oh, if we're done for the evening, which I assume from Inspector Powell's presence we are, I'm going home. Lila. I told you, I don't need the help. She got moxie, that one. I'll go talk to her. No, allow me. Miss Atwood, wait! Lila! You have until the elevator arrives to make your case. Oh, look, you're in luck. Just left the lobby. Miss Atwood, I've seen letters like this before. And I've spoken to toddlers who get to the point faster than you. Ah, look at that. Sixth floor. Better hurry, Inspector Powell. These stalkers of yours. Sure, they all start out seeming like an obsessed fan, but they quickly become something more... more dangerous. I love danger. Floor 12, Inspector. Time's catching up to you. There's more to this case than your quick wits can see. These poison pen letters are as good as death threats. The last woman to receive letters like these, almost exactly like these, was found dead, washed up overseas at a small port in Emmingham, England. An actress, Abigail Cartwright. Stacks of letters just like these were found in her cabin when the liner finally docked. Well, what are you doing wasting your time lecturing me for, Inspector Powell? You're the inspector, aren't you? Inspect. You're out of way, Miss Atwood. I'd like to speak to you after I conduct some interviews. Wait for me in your dressing room. <laughs> Inspector, how forward of you. I never pegged you for a scoundrel. <laughs> Miss Atwood, on any other occasion, I'd jump at the bait. But tonight, I believe our window is particularly slim, and if I were to ever get the chance to be properly forward with you, I'd prefer you would be alive for it. <laughs> You're easy to get a rise out of, aren't you? I'm off. My dressing room is on 17. I'll be seeing you, Inspector. Teddy, is everything all right? I'd like to start by interviewing everyone who works at Pack Atlantic. I'll need a room, somewhere private. Yes, yes, whatever you need. Most of the staff came through the green room that night to interview before heading out for home. I was teetering along the edge of boredom and had no more of an idea as to who Lila's pen pal was than when I had started, until one Montgomery Greenstreet walked in. Mr. Greenstreet, thank you for taking the time to chat. No problem. I find it all quite thrilling. No? You get nothing like this in the theater. Theater? My calling is the stage. Shakespeare, Chekhov, Euripides. Oh, I see. Recently, so... I toured with a troupe where we performed on the Arandora Star. A cruise ship. <laughs> Can you believe it? They were quite taken with our company's rendition of Chekhov's The Seagull. It was chilling to see actual seagulls circling around at the close of the second act. Eerie. Later on, we found out it was because a body had been thrown overboard. Ah, the high seas. Nothing like it. Huh. You don't say. Lila is quite the genius, isn't she? I wouldn't know. Goddess of radio plays. Rumor has it she's headed to Hollywood. Hollywood? Really? Just between us two scallywags. I've been considering the move myself. 
I hear Hollywood has it all. Especially now that they have Lila. <clears throat> Thank you, Mr. Greenstreet. Um, would you mind waiting around a little bit longer? I have a few follow-up questions, but I just realized I... I'd left Lila waiting a little bit too long now. Oh, of course not. It's quite the learning experience. Hope I'm not interrupting something. Not at all. Just me chewing through the scenery. Come in. You took off your makeup. Is that supposed to be a clue? I'm just... taken, that's all. Not every day you see a star au naturel. (laughs) So you're the lucky fella, catching me off duty. How about me? Has my luck run out? Do you have the original letters here? We don't have much time before he grows suspicious. Yes, I keep them in my drawer under lock and key. I sorted them by keywords or subject matter. These always refer to the two of us eventually being on the high seas together. They were also all delivered together. As if he were on a ship himself. Do these help? Yes, Miss Atwood, I believe they do. Can I offer you a cigarette while we wait? Wait for what? I might have set the stage for a trap, and we are the bait. You sure know how to show a lady a good time, Inspector. Stick around for a second date. They only get better. (laughs) A power outage? You went all in. The blackout wasn't me. What's happening? Who's there? Ah! Green Street got the jump on us. I slowly came to in a stifling hot sound studio with a gun pointed at my face. You're awake! Oh, thank God. You had me worried. Sydney? Where's Inspector Powell? We were talking. Then the lights went out and someone hit us over the head. You were the only one in here. How long was I out? Well, can't have been more than ten minutes. They must still be in the building. Elevator bank. Careful, Lila. You just took a serious blow to the head. Well, then don't just sit there. Come on. The elevator stopped on the tenth floor. That's where he must have brought him. I have an idea. Come on. (sighs) Miss Atwood, what exactly is your plan? Well, the only studio unlocked on the tenth floor is Studio 3. I'm going to sneak in the sound room and hopefully distract Monty long enough for Teddy to get free. What do you expect me to do? Might be a good idea to call for backup. Ah, Inspector. So nice of you to join me. Now, we can have a nice, intimate chat, scallywag to scallywag. Maybe you'd consider pointing that gun away from my face. Oh, now tell me, do tell me, what was it that gave me away? Why, Lila? Oh, tit for tat, yes, I see your game, you sly dog. You all right, Inspector, I'll play. I was staying in a motel in Fairview while on tour with my one-man show, if Sophocles were a cat. I was tired and lonely following that night's sold-out show at Cedar Crest Bowling Alley. I turned on the radio, and that's when I heard her. She was playing a daring aviatrix in a high-flying radio romance. I was instantly drawn to her. What about Abigail Cartwright? Where does she fit in? I first saw Abigail at a union meeting on 47th Street. I got the Seagull gig as a replacement, Dr. Soren. And finally met her on board the ship. But, uh, alas, she 
failed to impress me as much in person. By that time, I'd already started writing to Lila. So I grew tired of Abigail. So you threw her overboard. A dramatic ending for a dramatic woman. It's a shame I have to kill you, Inspector. I think the two of us would have gone on swimmingly under different circumstances. Lights have gone out. Not another one of your tricks. Timing's a bit too inconvenient for me. Stay here. Holy tidbits! The lights had gone out around us, and I knew whatever was happening, I had to move quick. All I knew for certain was that Green Street couldn't get away. If we didn't arrest him that night, he would have been in the wind by morning. Take this! Over the shoulder! Oh, that's my my eye! No, my God! Leave it, Green Street! Give it up! You're caught! All good and swell in here? Who's there? Don't come any closer. Relax, Inspector. It's me, Lila. Lila? Howdy, partner. You know, I could get used to this. Lila? How did you? It was just a little bit of radio play magic. Took the sound effects from last week's big shootout. Clever. I caught the whole confession on tape. They don't have a recording light on stage, do they, Monty? You still put on quite the show. <gasps> Lila, Teddy! <laughs> Looks like you brought the cavalry. Oh, oh, you're both all right. I was letting the cops in downstairs, and as we were coming up the elevator, I, I heard what sounded like a shootout. Nothing to worry about, Sydney. He got in a good head, but nothing more. We have Miss Atwood to thank for that. She saved my life. Oh, aces! Good news all around, then. Come on, Sydney. Let's go look for something strong to kick back. We'll leave the inspector to it. Teddy? Miss Atwood? All right, Green Street, you're under arrest. These boys are going to take you down to the precinct, and I'll visit you in the morning for your confession. Let's go. Come, guys, please. Oh, I, I told you about my Macbeth wound. Please. Lila? Teddy? Sydney left a little while ago. It was you I was looking for. Well, ain't that a coincidence? It's you I was waiting for. Ooh, look at that shiner. Not sure if I want to. It's not so bad. Gives your face some character. I know just what you need. Ice for your head and rocks for your glass. My glass? Well, I was hanging around here, hoping you'd have a drink with me. I wouldn't say no to that. To a night of unexpected surprises. Oh, yeah? And what was the biggest surprise of them all? You, Miss Atwood. You. Maybe you should retire from crime fighting and take your stories to the silver screen. Sydney would pay you good money for that line. It's not for sale. <laughs> Vogue, The Run-Through, a new weekly podcast featuring the most riveting news in fashion and culture, with Vogue's take on the big stories. Fashion in relation to sports, culture, and politics. From the red carpets and runways to political and cultural events. Bringing you undertold stories from around the globe, with voices rarely accessible and uncommonly authentic. On this season of The Run-Through, Serena Williams, Michaela Cole, 
Mathieu Blasé, and more. The Run-Through with Vogue. I'm Chloe Mao. I'm Cho Minardi. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.